Hey, what's happening, guys? It's Brandon here. Thank you. Thank you so much for stopping here and listening to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening podcast. I'm really glad that you guys clicked here today because my wife Cassie and I had a very insightful conversation just recalling some defining moments in our lives and how tough they were and just ways that it made us stronger. And we also have a Spread the Light segment that's really close to Cassie's heart, so we can't wait to share that with you guys. But before we get into this episode, if you appreciate this content, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to this content, okay? This gives more awareness to the show, which can align it with others who might need this content. And also be sure to share GFSA with your family and friends and on social media as well. If you'd like to suggest a topic or contact us, our email and social medias are listed below in the show notes, okay? Please feel free to message, comment, repost. We love interacting and hearing from anyone who listens. Also, I want to continue to spread good news, okay, and inspire others. If you don't know about our Spread the Light segment, that's where we highlight a person or a group of people who does great things for their community, okay? If anyone listening is or knows someone that's doing great work or is involved in a program or volunteer work that does good, shoot us a DM or an email, which is listed in the show notes, and we'll do our best to do our part in spreading that light. Hello? Is, is anyone there? Somebody, help me, please. Okay, this is actually not so bad. All right. What's up, everybody? Hey, guys. Are we still in Mercury Retrograde? I don't even... I don't know. I don't know, man. I feel stale as <laughs> shit this past week. Yeah, it's yeah. been like such a dopey Mercury Retrograde. And it's been raining, too, for like the last two weeks. Just this like overcast slow rain and it I makes know. you sleepy and drowsy just fucking thunder and lightning <laughs> and just bring on the bullshit <laughs> i probably should not ask for that because no, we have hurricane yeah elsa coming. i know elsa's coming she's making a trip i don't want to evacuate man that was shitty last time <laughs> well, i love living in florida but i do not want to evacuate i mean 19 it took me a regular five minute drive took me 45 minutes to go get me some boneless wings from applebee's i was pissed off oh my god I know life problems. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but you know this. This all jokes aside, this Mercury retrograde also has helped me kind of reflect on certain things. And what I was thinking about the other day is like life lessons, mm-hmm. and these things that we go through through our lives that ultimately could like break us. But some some people do get broken by them, but other people take the lesson out of what they're going through and they learn from it. So something I just kind of wanted to talk about today, I feel like we can relate on those things is like a big life moment that you had that, or are going through now, or even like a little life, you know, moment that is just hard on you and you feel like you can't rise above it. And how are you going to get out of this? And you don't have the resources to get yourself out of it. And or you feel like you're never going to come back from it. So one of the things I wanted to talk about, um, I'm obviously, I'm a veterinary technician. We've, we've talked about this before. 
I'm a huge advocate for animals. I It's hurricane season now. I'm sure I'm going to be getting calls soon. I run a rescue out of my garage. I have sometimes raccoons, possums, squirrels, any kind of Florida anything native wildlife. Lives. Anything <laughs> that lives. I will save anything. Um, Brandon will be bottle feeding. Brayden will be bottle feeding during the night and stuff. So it's kind of a fun time, but it gets tiring and overwhelming. But it's really cool to see these animals that you're able to take care of. You teach them how to live back in their environment naturally and then you see them get released and it's just super gratifying feeling yeah. super empathetic um to the animal world anyway so i had a situation in my career unfortunately this animal had lost its life and it was very very hard on me any veterinary technician or even a human nurse you know when you have a patient that you know you're responsible for we save animals. We're empaths. We love them. Like, I love these animals like it's my child. So I take my job very, very seriously. And when this happened to me, I felt like I did not deserve to touch another animal. I didn't deserve to be a veterinary technician. I didn't deserve to have animals near me. I I also didn't think that I would ever be a veterinary technician again. Yeah. I didn't think I was worthy. So I ended up uh, taking some time off and I went and worked with Brandon. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Yep. We were working at a manatee tour company together. It was super cool. Yep. Cool people. It made a lot cool. of friends. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> um, but I had some time to reflect and I realized I'm a fucking badass veterinary technician and I feel like the animals need me. Like they need someone that is caring and is empathetic to their feelings and yep. knows how to handle them when they're sick and talk to them. And, you know, I just, like I said, I just take it very, very seriously. And I, I wanted to come back. Yeah. When you went through that situation, like I just remember you being so much more mindful about just everything, every aspect of your your position like you you're just so much more you know just from your notes and from just your attention to detail and you went through a very low moment that it taught me helped something. you you know helped you it, in a really fucked up way not that it that situation helped me but instead of taking the negative and letting this ruin my life and take me away from what i love doing the most i took it as a lesson and when I am at work, I am the most vigilant person ever. It has changed the way that I practice medicine. It has made me a better technician. It has made me more loving, um, just more visual with everything. And, you know, I think about anyone that's been through a situation like that where they thought that they couldn't come back. I became a manager after that situation. I was contacted and I told them what had happened. And they hired me right away. And I, I was managing a whole clinic by myself. That was my first management job. Yeah, that was cool. That was yes. Cool. It, was... it was awesome. And, <laughs> it was and, awesome. You know, I do with after the situation, um, I was referred to a person who outsources people for spay and neuter clinics on the weekend. So I travel all over Florida. I get paid to go work with animals and help with spay and neuters, which I absolutely love. And I'm currently, I'm at the peak of my career. I just, I'm absolutely <laughs> happy. I love what I'm doing. Um, I'm not a manager anymore, but I am um, leading a surgical unit at an orthopedic office. 
Um, I freaking love the people that I work with. They are my family. I just feel so blessed and honored to work with these people who encourage me. They lift me up every day. And, you know, I just, I take the positive out of that situation. Right. Because it could have broke me. Yeah, absolutely. That's I, well, I don't know what I would do if I didn't work with animals. Yeah. So that, I'm just so thankful. Yeah. And that that's your life. So, you know, anybody that's kind of feeling that same way, my wife has dedicated her life to animals. Like she's, as a child, you know, saved animals. And I've seen her rescue and release animals. And I've seen the care and, you know, how empathetic she is towards them. So for this to happen, that situation, I, re- I just remember how dark it was and how tough it was for her. There was nothing that I could do to lift you up. Like, no. it just, I just it's had something to, that I had to work yeah, through. And I just had to be there for you. So, you know, it's, it's important. Like for me, when I'm in a situation like that, just to, you have to acknowledge that you're in the situation. You have to accept that it's happened and occurred and it's what's next. What do you do next? Absolutely. You know, wh- what direction are you going to go? with these emotions are you going to just go sulk and go you know and i always say the 24 hours of tears thing like that's a real thing for me i'll you know if i'm dealing with something i'll give myself a day and then after that i gotta move on i gotta you have to make a decision to, to what's gonna benefit me after this you know um so yeah that's important what are you gonna do next like what's your next move don't worry about what you're thinking and what's happening in your mind like you have to to put one foot in front of the other and Life I saw is you about, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Life is about teaching us lessons. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw you do that. And, and that was inspiring and encouraging for me, you know, because I've, I've also gone through some, some low moments is more, usually it's, it's about my career and things like that. But I, I think what, what I got from your story too, is like, for me, you know, I'm the, the emotional side of everything. When you're going through that moment, it's like, how do I, how do I proceed? How do I move forward? And like, you know, I've had suicidal thoughts. Like I've had those feelings where you, you want to go the wrong way, yeah. you know, and it's tough to get out of that. But I think, think for me and you know me and you know how emotional I am and how like deep I can sink into my feelings or like anything bad that happens, just doing one thing, you know, and I'll be honest, like even right now, like I didn't really feel like recording. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like I wasn't like in that energy where I, I want to, you know, be like, yeah, let's let's talk and let's banter. But I feel better now. I like, told you, I, I you do would. Feel, yeah, I do. I do feel better now. It's, it's and it's therapy, like, yeah. you just have to keep doing one thing at a time. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And those moments when you're you're down and you're just like, man, I don't know how I'm going to bounce back. One thing, just one thing. If you don't have, for me, being able to give, you know, when I'm in those situations to to give or do something for the earth or clean up, like that's the kind of stuff that gets me out of those situations. So um, just to be able to put one foot in front of the other will keep you, you know, keep you moving. And, you know, you may not have a destination, but you're still moving. You're still clawing. I had a situation when I, you know, my the majority of my life, revolves around motocross the sport of motocross so i worked for a factory race team which is like the pinnacle as a technician you know you want to be on one of these teams in america if you work you know as a mechanic so um you you know i was obviously we were just started dating when i joined this team Mm -hmm. and um i was 
working with a, a person who, you know, we just didn't mesh. I'll and, just say and it. N- no. This was a person. This was a person who felt threatened by your work ethic. Yeah, that's I don't, just yeah. what I seen from the situation. Now, I'm not trying to be negative, but I just feel like you're a nice person, and I know you're trying to be nice, but like that's just who he was. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Also, like I. So okay, so in this situation, I I was never I had never worked on a team at this level so it's like somebody working with f1 or like nascar like the best racer you you're in that situation you know and i had a a learning curve obviously you know Mm -hmm. i was never in a situation like this but i was totally capable of doing this job and i had made a few mistakes there were a couple things that happened nothing that affected our race or like our rider or like our rider getting hurt no nothing you know nothing serious and i just i remember this this person that I was working with, we kind of had like a little small altercation at a race, and I remember I remember like me just not feeling overbearing, and he's checking every little thing about you know my machine and like you know just I w- I felt like all right, dude, enough's enough, and like I kind of went at him about something. I don't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but I remember that's where it started. And then we had a uh, we had a meeting that next Monday and they wanted to take me off of the bike. They wanted to take me away from the rider. And that as a mechanic, like, and I I can't really explain it to you guys, but like you dream about going up to the line in the Georgia dome or, you know, Petco park in these stadiums filled with 30,000 people, 40,000 fans. And you're under these lights and that's what you dream about. And, for a minute they were going to take that away from me and you remember when i called you right Mm -hmm. you remember when i called you and i was on the phone and i was in the bathroom and i was bawling i was getting upset yeah i was bawling my my eyes out and it was definitely the wrong thing to do. yeah babe it was definitely the wrong thing to do i know but so i just remember feeling at that moment like man how am i gonna you know, how am I going to redeem myself? Like, what am I going to do? Like, and I just want I felt- everybody to know that, like, the way you do your job is, like, you know that you have a life on that bike. And that has always been your number one priority. And when I watch you work, yeah. just like I was talking about earlier, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, all those check marks that we're talking about for, like, safety protocols and, like, just to make sure you have all of your bases covered. You're really the best, one of the best in the business that there has ever been, hands down. And I'm not just being biased. <laughs> I just want everybody to know, though, like when you're telling the story, it just, the things that you went through, it yeah. was, it was like, it's an egotistical fucking sport. You know, and and that's one thing for me, like, I, I kind of think I got to the point when I was working with the last guy I was working for, I was just like, man, I want to be home. I don't want to travel. I don't want to be influenced by the stuff that's going on. Like, you know what I mean? And I think, and a lot of the people in the industry have egos and they're so proud. And, you know, I was just like, I just wasn't vibing. I wasn't clicking with that energy anyway. But just that, that situation, you know, I just felt like I didn't feel like I was being heard. And for a person that's an empath and that's emotional, that's what I, I, I need to feel from other people. And, you know, it's a sport like it's that's just what it is. But, you know, I was put in that situation and I was put in that low moment. And, you know, I just kept working 
I just you kept wanted working. to go. Yeah, I did. You I was were pretty like, close I'm to, fucking done with I really this. was like pretty close to I just had like, to talk you out of it a couple times. Yeah, it was it was pretty tough. <laughs> it was pretty tough. So anybody that's like going through a situation with their job or like their you know, their family or like something where you just feel like you're rock money, bottom and money. That debt, like, like those type of I don't want to say stupid. You yeah, know, because money's awesome. Yeah, you know, it is. I don't want to say stupid because like I you know, in these days it's important to have credit and shit like that. But like people are literally letting these things like take their lives. Yeah. And it just it kills me. Yeah. It's like you can overcome anything and everything. You do not let those things define you or defy yeah, your happiness exactly. or you know, like you can overcome anything. Let me tell you, if I can fucking do it. You can do it. Yeah. Like, I've been on my own for years. Yeah. And I fucking clawed my way to the top. I wanted to do something, and I did it. I wanted to work with dolphins. I fucking did it. Yeah. I wanted to work with lemurs. I fucking did it. You yeah. know? Like, internships, just talking to people, yeah. getting my foot in the door. You know, I didn't let those things define me. I let those things in life make me smarter, make me work harder, and make me want to be at the top. Right. Like I was sick of being stepped on. Right. And anybody can do that. And I'm just, yeah. I really wanted to just encourage anybody out there that has been through something like, don't take it as negative. Look for the positives and look at it as a learning curve. And yeah, I know, I, I know I spoke earlier about my time in motocross and, and a situation that happened, but I also dealt with a lot of things, you know, and the reason I started this podcast, you know, having my spiritual awakening but before that, before that, you know, feeling of awareness and of, of myself and my emotions, I was in a really dark place because I spent so much of my life dedicating myself and thinking my value was because of my career, because I was this mechanic and I had a lot of attention. And I just thought that that's what, what was important and to just keep making money, keep making money and doing better. And when I just had that tug and that pull to leave you know, I was like lost, like, man, what is my purpose? Like when you don't, when you feel and you acknowledge that you want something and you want to feel a purpose and you don't feel that it's tough. It's devastating. You know that you're, you're more than likely going to be doing something with animals your entire life. Yes. Like, you know that, but I, I didn't know that. And I didn't know, you know, I thought at times like, man, I should probably just get back in it, you know, but I just, something was telling me no and the i just flame is out. yeah the flame was out and i just remember going through that time and like the first job i had after i left was like at a used auto parts you know i was a, a salesman um on the computer all day and fluorescent lights Sitting on the phone and man i you, i love you so much for dealing with me through that time because i know i was i was tough to deal with and super emotionally just confused and drained and like what am I doing sitting at a desk like not that that's a bad thing but that's not how that's not my life like that's not Absolutely. what I want yeah. you know so so doing that and going through that time period was extremely tough like just the super negative thoughts like you know it, it was really really hard for me but luckily I have a good support system luckily I have you and I'm I'm very grateful for that. But you just helped me to keep putting one foot in front of the other, you know. And that's when I started working at that Manatee Tour Company. And I really, 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 truly believe 
that being in the water, being in that spring water every day, swimming with those animals every day was so healing for me. It and did. It's, you it did truly healed changed me. a yeah. lot. Yeah. It truly he- healed me and it made me more aware, more mindful. And that's kind of how, for me, my spiritual awakening started. Um, and and the, the things that I was seeing and the signs that was happening. Um, but, but it started from that. But you just, you have to keep putting one foot in front of the other, man. You have to. And I remember, like I said, I, I, I know, you know, a lot of people are afraid to say how they feel and how, when they're going through moments. But like, I, I had suicidal especially thoughts. Men. Like, yeah, I, especially I, men, because yeah, that's true. You, they think, or you think, you know, you're a provider, you have to provide, provide, provide. And it's just, it's that man, manly mentality. And like, I respect that, but I'm, you know, I'm going to love you regardless. Right. But you know, to the guys out there, like, I get it. Yeah. Like, I get that. And that's why, like, I'm always going to be patient because, you know, I respect that you feel that way and you know. Yeah. You know, I'm so not materialistic, y'all. Like, I don't give a shit. Just let's go sit in the van. I let's know. get a French fry. <laughs> yeah. Just go sit by the water. Know, you yeah. know, my shit is simple. Yeah. Um, but I, I completely understand that, that that's how you felt. And I, you know, I respected that. And, you know, you just you know, being a partner and like loving somebody and, you know, you just have to work through those things. All right, guys. So before we end, we're going to end this episode with another spread the light segment. And if you guys don't know, if you don't listen, this is where we just give awareness and just, you know, just bring some light to individuals or programs that are doing good things for the people or for their community, you know, especially animals, because that's what we care about. I mean, we care about everybody, people, but we really <laughs> but care we about, we, we really care about animals because sometimes they don't have, they can't make they the decisions. They don't have yeah. a voice. So you have a very interesting opportunity. opportunity. Yeah. Or, or you, yeah, you have a very interesting program that you're involved in. Yes. I'm really excited that I am a part of the World Tales organization. I have been asked to be the director of operations. What? Yes. So, <laughs> So, um, um, so World Tales organization has been around for over 15 years. Okay. Uh, so what we do is we do spay and neuter mission trips all over the globe. So spay and neutering helps prevent overcrowding in shelters and that helps with the euthanasia rate. So we're trying to prevent litters and, um, from being born that way we can help with diseases, um, health issues. And like True. I said, overcrowding, um, and euthanasias. And this helps many communities around the world, which we are so excited about. And yep. I really wanted to get the word out about this organization because we are planning a trip next summer to South Africa. Am I invited? Absolutely. <laughs> you are absolutely invited. You will be helping out. So what we're going to be doing is we will be flying to South Africa. We will have some veterinarians and veterinary technicians that will be coming out and we'll be working with communities. Um, we'll do some conservation. We'll do some education and we will do spay and neuter surgeries. And absolutely anybody with veterinarian background that wants to join us you guys can go to worldtales.org 
Um, we have a couple different links. You guys can hit us up and um, you can help donate. That's going to help us with our supplies, our traveling. We have veterinarians and veterinary technicians that are coming to help us out. You can head over to PayPal and our name is World Tales Inc. I-N-C and help us out there. We're just really excited. Yeah. We're really excited to start. It's important that, you know, I know anybody that is kind of our age or older. They always heard Bob Barker on uh, The Price is Right talk about spaying and neutering. Yeah. And it's really important. Like even last week in the, uh, or the last Spread the Light segment when I was talking about Barb's dog rescue yep. down in Mexico, they're even on their Facebook right now like full. Like they're to capacity right now. They literally, it's tough for them to take any more animals. I'm going to have to hit them up. Yep. So it's really, <laughs> it really, really important, you know, spaying and neutering. It is. Um, you know, if any anybody that's a vet tech, if you can, you know, at any point, volunteer or help or do anything to just spread the word yep. about world tales. You know, we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram. Um, our email is worldtales at protonmail.com. You do have to have a um, some experience, but um, you can definitely get on our list and we will be posting and you know spreading more news about our mission. We've been doing trips around Florida lately. Um, so we've been helping out Tampa Bay, Hillsborough County. We're just super yeah. excited um with what we do and we hope that you guys want to join and get involved and help out these furry ones that's cool and i'm so proud of you and just for the sake of this episode how much zeal zest you have and like how excited you are about what you're doing right now and then if you think about back what was a couple years ago when yeah. you had that moment i thought i would that never low do this moment, again like you can get past it. You can keep clawing. You can keep one, putting one yep. foot in front of the other, and you'll get past anybody out that there. Is. Yeah, you can. I'm talking to you. You can do this. It yep. is not the end. It is the beginning. Take it as a lesson and move on. Just, just accept change it. your. Yep. Just change your mind. Just yep. change the way you think. Just start small. Yep. Absolutely. We send you guys yep. love and light. Thank you so much for support, supporting our podcast. We really appreciate you guys listening and joining us every week. And it's just been such a blessing for me and, and you as well. Just to hear some of the things and hear the words of encouragement and how we've helped people just from our experiences. Like we're not trying to be coaches or like anything like that. We're just trying to... to you know, connect relate. to other people and yeah. relate to other people that are going through some of these things and just being vulnerable, vulnerable. Oh my gosh, vulnerable about it. So, thank you guys for just showing up and supporting us. And, and you know, fuck you, Hurricane Elsa. Yeah, she's coming. But <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, Thanks, guys. thank y'all for listening. We'll see y'all next week. You. <laughs>